good morning, and may I say an early Merry Christmas. My name is Laura Vining, and I'm so glad you're joining us here at New Hanover UMC, either in person or online. I want to remind you that on the event section in the Church Center app, you can reserve your seat for the next weekend services. So cool. When it comes to the weekend services, we want to know who is watching online with us. So all of you turning in virtually, make sure you check in. If you're interested in any of our ministries here at New Hanover, or if you're new here, or if you have a prayer request that's weighing heavy on your heart, please fill out our digital connection card. It's there for just those reasons, so please feel free to fill it out. Thank you in advance for doing this. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is volunteering to serve at our Christmas Eve Eve and Christmas Eve services. All you have to do is sign up on the Church Center app and the Christmas cheer will be deposited directly. Spend it wisely. <laughs> we know that Christmas Eve is going to be different this year. So the way we are celebrating is also going to be different as well. We have those wonderful Christmas Eve watch boxes that a lot of you signed up for and that you can pick up right after our service this morning or Monday, December 21st from 5 to 7 p.m. We are so excited you get to experience Christmas Eve in this new virtual way. Speaking of virtual, on Sunday, December 27th, church is virtual only. That means we are all online only. So feel free to wear your PJs to church next Sunday because you know, since it's online, it's virtual only and we are not meeting in person, you know, virtual. I was told you really need to know this, so I'm going to say it one more time. Sunday, December 27th, church is virtual only. So please enjoy it from the comforts of your home, and you can join us as we look back at 2020 and the challenges we've overcome to bring people closer to Jesus. You will get to hear from some of our ministry leaders and an inspirational message from the one and only Pastor Ricky. During the service, our staff and leaders will be chatting online, so please make sure you jump in and chat with us. Oh, and by the way, this service is virtual. That means online only. Last but not least, we are really excited about our Christmas Eve services, and you get to be excited too, so here is a sneak peek. Good morning, church. Good morning. It's great to be with you in the house of the Lord this morning. For those that are joining us online, welcome to New Hanover United Methodist Church. Man, I believe that God is here and God is able to do something great. If you believe that, say amen this morning. Amen. If you're at home, type amen into the chat box. That would be great. Whenever we can gather into the presence of the Lord, he is here to do something that goes past anything we could think, exceedingly abundantly beyond anything we could ask or think is what the Bible says he is able to do. And I, I believe that this morning. I hope that you believe that this morning. And now that's why we gather together. That's why we seek after him. That's why we fix our hearts and our minds on him this morning. And uh, we're just excited for what God has in store. I'm going to invite you, if you would, would you stand with me today and let's prepare our hearts for the Lord and what he's going to do as we go to our Advent lighting. You see, this morning we continue lighting our Advent candles to count down the Sundays until Christmas. Advent, Advent means coming, and the Advent season is a time to renew our hearts. As we prepare for the celebration of our Lord, Jesus, the fourth candle of the Advent wreath is called the candle of peace. When the angels appeared to the shepherds outside of Bethlehem, they sang glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace toward men. 
We light this candle symbolizing the peace we have in knowing our salvation in Jesus Christ is secure. Amen. Sing with us this morning as we celebrate him and his goodness.
Grab a seat, and we're going to find out what else is happening here at New Hanover. I think it's time we read some new instructions. Did you read what they want us to do? Don't take one more step. Refuse to go. Let's stop giving in to this oppressive Roman government. We'll be called Son of the Most High God, and he will reign over Israel forever and ever. For you see, John was to be the prophet, the one to come before the Messiah. We had no idea the Lord was going to bless us in this wonderful way. And then Mary came to visit. Oh, at the very sound of her greeting, the child inside my womb leaped. <gasps> And I was filled with the Holy Spirit. You guys are looking for Joseph? He's not here. Do not be afraid. I bring good news of great joy which shall be for all people. Sent here today by God the Father to announce the birth of the Savior, the Messiah. He is born this very night in the city of David in Bethlehem. So, you're searching for him too? That my kingdom could possibly be taken over by some other king of the Jews? I am the king of the Jews. I will eliminate any threat to my kingdom. Melchor, do you remember the search for the child? The discovery in the manger? Mm, oh, I will never forget the moment I entered into his presence. His earthly father, Joseph, the mother, Mary, the babe in the manger. We dropped to our knees and, and bowed our heads. We offered him our gifts and, and we worshiped him. Yes. Some call it a curse. Me, been a blessing in disguise. All these visitors, they have their needs. I, as a supplier of needs, have been able to supply their needs. Oh, you will not find a better blanket in all of Bethlehem. Don't I promise you. She has no, no idea what she's talking this about, right? This is so beautiful. It's beautiful. My gosh. And if you don't like blankets, maybe it's jewelry that you would like. I have the best inventory in all of Israel. No, that's garbage. Maybe you like some pottery. Look at this handmade piece. Made today, fresh out of the kiln. Signed by its creator, T. Offerware. It's gorgeous. And it's already broken, so you don't right want there. that fine jewelry right <laughs> no, here. Best in the world. they want. It's free. Baby's crying. Not too long ago. From that direction. And that's where the stable is. So, if you go along this path carefully, up ahead, and then turn to the right, you'll come to the stable. And just baby, that is the baby you're looking for tonight. Okay? Thank you. Shalom. You're very welcome. Shalom. Shalom. I know this journey has been long and hard. As you leave here tonight, please consider where you stand in your personal relationship with the Savior from the manger. We would like to wish you a safe and happy holiday. Merry Christmas and Shalom.
Hello everyone, Pastor Ricky here. I am so excited you have decided to worship with us today in person and online. We want to make sure others know they can worship with us as well. So therefore, I ask that you take a moment and share this service on your social media page. And thank you so much for doing so. Now something else I'm excited about is that we continue to partner with other local and global ministries with the offering collected at our Christmas Eve services. This year, the recipients are Youth Care and the Mustard Seed located in Malawi and the St. James UMC located in the Olney section of Philadelphia. Now last week, we heard from Gomezgani Chirwa and from Youth Care. But today, I want to introduce you to Angela Kwashiga, the director from The Mustard Seed, and her husband, Alex Ishmael, the assistant director, to share how they are excited that they are one of the recipients this year and what they are planning to do with the donation. Yeah, it's me, Alex. I'm one of the directors of The Mustard Seed. Thanks for considering for, for the money we have for The Mustard Seed. We have The Mustard Seed. That's what we was looking for. For the money you can you support us for this for the church. We appreciate for that. Thank you very much. Hi, and I'm Angela, the other director of the Mustard Seed. And we're just so excited that we've been chosen to be part of the Christmas offering this year because the mustard seed has been here for several years and it's, it is growing. It started off very small and now we're expecting great things. God has already blessed us so much and we know that, especially with this Christmas offering through the congregation, that we expect so many more blessings coming to us in the future and those things like seeds will grow and spread out to benefit the entire community here. So what we have here at the mustard seed is mainly a preschool. We're teaching kindergarten and nursery classes. And we started off in the living room of our home, which we've built, which I can show you behind me. In the distance there, there's, you can see the roof of it. And because of COVID, it has gotten a bit overcrowded. And also because of the enthusiasm of the community, they're so excited to have education for their children. So many, many children keep coming and coming. So what we're planning to do with the money that's raised at the Christmas offering is we're going to build a school building, which is separate from our house. And we already have the land, which is also behind me here. And the community, the parents of the children attending the school, they have already started making the bricks, which you can see here behind Alex, the pile of bricks that has been handmade. So that was their contribution to the, the future of the school. So when it is complete, there will be two classrooms so that we can separate the nursery and the kindergarten. And there will be a large porch where the, the children can eat their porridge. And then our house um, will be available to volunteers who would like to come and volunteer at the school and stay out here in the village with us at the Mustard Seed. So once again, Angela and Alex from Mustard Seed, Malawi. And we are so thankful for choosing us for the Christmas offering. Thank you so much. Thanks. And keep us in your prayers, please. So now you know why I'm excited we are partnering with them. What a difference a new building will make to the children in their community. You should have received in the mail an envelope that looks just like this one. If you pre-registered for one of our Christmas Eve services, bring it with you. If you forget it, no worries. We will have them available in the lobby when you come to worship with us. You can also mail it in to our church office, or you can select the Christmas on the Give page of our Church Center app or our website at newhanoverumc.org. I know we can help Mustard Seed make this project become a reality. Now, I also want to take a moment to say thank you so much for the continued financial support you provided our church through your tithes and offerings. We can't do what we do without your generosity. Now, here are ways that you can continue to give through our website, our church center app, the text to give. You can text any amount to 84321. You can mail it into our church office 
And for those of you who are worshiping in person, there are offering boxes located in the back of the sanctuary. You can place your tithe and offering in them at the end of today's worship service. Now, thank you again. Now, let us gather our hearts and minds as Pastor Jake leads us into our time of prayer. Amen. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we come before you today and we acknowledge your goodness, your sovereignty, your love, your mercy, your forgiveness. God, we acknowledge your desire to be in a relationship with us, so much so that you sent your son to be born as a baby, Lord, to become flesh among us. Not just to be born, but to go and live a sinless life and die on a cross for our sin, Lord, that our sin would be forgiven. God, we thank you this morning that you love us that much. Lord, that the plan from the beginning of time when Adam and Eve rebelled against you, from that point on, your plan has been to restore that relationship. And this morning, God, I pray for every person or that's gathered here in this place, every person that's watching online, Lord, that their hearts would be drawn to you. God, that that relationship would be restored, would be strengthened. your greatest desire, God, is to know us. So, Lord, we invite you into this place. We invite you into our lives. We ask you to have your way in us and through us. God, I thank you that you know the cares of our hearts. God, so many needs, so many needs in our our community, so many needs. God, in this church, Lord, we lift up just a few of them this morning. God, we pray for Ty Kelius. Lord, prayers for his friend, Jim, who is diagnosed with non-treatable cancer. God, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, for a miracle, for healing. That you would do something great, that people would stand back and say, how great is our God. God, use Ty to speak hope and truth and life into that situation. God, we pray for Donna Madden, who's been suffering from headaches that have gotten progressively worse over the last several months. She had an MRI, and there were several abnormalities that came back. God, we just pray, Lord, that it can be treated non-invasively. Lord, we come against anxiety right now. You tell us, even the most dire of circumstances, you tell us to be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and thanksgiving, present a request to you. Lord, that your perfect peace would keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So, Lord, we pray, Lord, instead of anxiety, we pray for your perfect peace right now in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for Kim Gillingham's mom who injured her ankle back on Thanksgiving. It's now become infected and on antibiotics, Lord. Uh, She has an appointment on the 22nd. We just pray for healing. God, for wholeness in her body. Lord, we know that you are the God that can heal. You are the God that can do something great. So Lord, we lift that up to you right now. And God, the other needs that are represented here We take a moment and we just pause in the silence, Lord. We lift our requests up to you. Lord, we thank you that you hear us. Give us faith to trust you, that you'll move on our behalf in the perfect time and in the perfect way. God, we pray for the offering, Lord, that has been received today or has been given online. Lord, may you bless it. May you multiply it. Use it for your glory. Expand your kingdom. Make your name great. God, we pray for our Christmas Eve offerings, Lord, that you would, again, multiply that. Lord, soften our hearts. And Lord, may we give out of generosity, give out of love and devotion to you that we could see your kingdom strengthened. God, in Malawi, Lord, down in Philadelphia. God, do something great. For Pastor Gill, as he shares the word today, may you speak with him truth and life. Lord, may those be the things that come forth. May you anoint him and may your Holy Spirit just soften and prepare our hearts for your word. God, whatever you want to do this morning, 
we ask that you would do it. We pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. the path of knowledge show. 
everyone? <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. How about the snow this week? Wasn't that awesome? I'll tell you what, uh, my back says it was awesome. We had, uh, we're just here to uh, wrap up our series Unwrapped, and uh, we're so thankful that you could be a part of our service today. And today, the title of the message is Unwrapping the Presence. Now, presence has two meanings, obviously. It's the, you know, presence that you get under the tree or gifts, and then it's the presence of God living in our lives. And so that's what we're looking for today is that we're going to be talking a little bit about the presence of God. The Christmas story is kind of a little messy when you think about it. And uh, let me read this story in Matthew 1, 18 through 23. It says... This is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement off quietly. As he considered this, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, The angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son. And you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophets. Look, the virgin will conceive a child, she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. The presence of God and the will of God can sometimes be messy, and we see it very clearly in this passage. Fortunately for us, the Bible is filled filled with people that live messy lives, people that did things that uh, were inappropriate, certainly, and yet God used them in powerful ways. Even though their lives were messy, they were able to experience and be used of God in incredible ways. When you think of David and his affair with Bathsheba, and and then the murder of her husband. David did that, and yet he's known to be a man after God's own heart. Rahab, very interesting story. She was a a prostitute who saved the children of Israel uh, and saved the spies and protected them. And by doing so, God blessed her. She became the grandfather of Jesse, who was the father of King David. Samson, <laughs> he was a ladies' man. And, uh, and, <laughs> and yet in his death, he killed many of Israelites' enemies. And on and on the stories go. Paul was killing Christians, and yet there's no one in the Bible that did more for the kingdom of God than Paul. Amen. So some of us might relate well to Joseph, he, he was known as, as uh, Jesus' earthly father, and Mary was the mother. And when we meet Joseph in the book of Matthew, we find this hardworking guy who is engaged to a girl, Mary, and then they find out that she's pregnant. And shocker, he's not the father. Well, don't let me tell the story. Let's have Joseph's best friend and business partner. Uh, Mary left a few days ago for the town of Bethlehem. They were called to the city of David because of King Herod's ridiculous census. See, the price of wood is bad enough, but when you add Herod's taxes, it's driving us out of business. See, Joseph and I are partners. Our last project was building an addition to the shop so Joseph and Mary would have a place to stay. But during their engagement, the most bizarre thing had happened. One morning, Mary went to Joseph and said that she was visited by an angel of the Lord and that she was pregnant with the Son of God. Now, hearing this, Joseph was awfully calm, but we could tell it was really upsetting him, and he had a decision to make. Now, Joseph's very caring, and we thought that he would quietly end the engagement, honor Mary by not disgracing her. But before Joseph could act, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in his dream and gave Joseph a set of instructions. Now, working with Joseph, I can tell you this is dangerous because he never follows the instructions. But this angel said, Joseph, son of David, 
Do not hesitate to take Mary as your wife, for the child she carries was conceived by the Holy Spirit. She shall bring forth a boy, and his name will be Jesus, for he saves his people from their sins. His name literally means Savior. And upon waking, Joseph immediately began following the angel's instructions. The next day, we began planning and building the addition to the shop, and Joseph and Mary moved in a few months later. The one strange thing was that they stayed in separate rooms. But Joseph said that's what the angel commanded. So you see, life was messy. It was messy for Mary and Joseph. All these kind of things can happen. And life is messy at times. Even when we're doing what God wants us to do, life can be messy. So when we think of it, we, we look at the life of what Jesus and who he was, when the scripture said a child would, would appear miraculously through the Holy Spirit, Mary and Joseph then told their story, and their story became what is right. So when we consider this, we see that when Jesus came, he became our present, our gift. He became a gift to each and every one of us so that we can, through him and having faith in him, uh, he is like the best present ever. Now, I had a grandpa that loved Christmas, and I was his favorite. <laughs> Don't tell my brother and sister, although they may be watching. Uh, but uh, I, it was very special. And one particular time, my grandpa put us on this, um, he wrote down cards, and we had to go find our Christmas gift. And after several clues and going here and going there all throughout our farm in the garage, all back and forth, finally we ended up down in the basement of our house and under a bunch of clothes and laundry was my go-kart. But it wasn't just mine. It was my brother's too. We had to share it. Bummer. <laughs> but God is our presence. And this is, this is a very miraculous thing. Because, you know, the worship team sang earlier on about God with us, Emmanuel, God with us. And this is the first time. God occasionally showed up on earth in the Old Testament, but never for any long sustaining time. The presence of God was exemplified many times in smoke or fire or great winds or a voice or in some other miraculous way. But God's presence was so powerful that humans couldn't even come close to experiencing his fullness until Jesus was born. When Jesus came, he changed everything. For the first time, God would walk among us and be just like one of us. He came to save. He came to be the best gift ever. For Joseph and I, this has been a very different kind of journey. I am sure we cannot even begin to comprehend what we will have to go through together in the future, but the child that I hold in my arms is very significant. He is the Savior. He has come to bring life, to bring an everlasting life to anyone and everyone who puts their faith and trust in him. I know it may seem difficult to put your faith and trust in a mere baby, but he is more, so much more. And just as you seek this child, in the same way, seek him as your Savior. For as you see, we are all on a spiritual journey in this life. Jesus is God's gift to you. So would you consider receiving this gift in your heart and life? And we do this by a prayer of faith, by inviting the Savior into our hearts and asking him to be our Lord. It is not about religion nor what church you attend. It is, however, about your personal relationship with the Savior from the manger. I know this journey can be long and hard. As you leave here this morning, please consider where you stand in your personal relationship with the Savior from the manger. We would like to wish you a safe and happy holiday. Merry Christmas and Shalom. Shalom. Come to the well that never runs dry. Drink of the water, come and thirst no more. 
like any gift you have to unwrap it and that's what Joseph and Mary were telling us to put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ unwrap this unbelievable gift because God so loved the world he loved us so much that he gave his one and only son and just like presents of gifts you're supposed to unwrap it some of us unwrap slow and methodically my grandmother drove me crazy I think she saved the paper she fingers extended and then very carefully take the tape off then there's me <laughs> tearing everything apart can't wait to get to the final product it doesn't matter how our journey goes it just matters that we get on the journey that you accept Christ into your heart and life. And the one thing so great about the story of Jesus is that he doesn't leave us alone. You know, He doesn't leave us alone. As a matter of fact, he promises just before he leaves this earth, he told us he would soon send a comforter, an advocate, his presence to be with us. Not for a moment, but for eternity. The Holy Spirit is the presence of God with us. In John 14, verses 16 through 20, it says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives within you. Now and later will be in you. No, I'm not abandoning you as orphans, not just going to leave us, not going to just desert us. But he said, the soon, soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live when you also, live, uh, also will live. When I, uh, when I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. You see, we're promised the Holy Spirit to be our presence, the best gift ever. The best gift is living in God's presence, and this is what I encourage you to do, to live in God's presence this year. As we reminded that God so loved the world that he gave his only son in John three sixteen, to walk in his shoes, to suffer in our place, he came, he, he, he can... Uh, we can get excited because what was promised was actually promised and came true. We're reminded that God didn't slip away, didn't leave us alone, but he sent his presence through the power of the Spirit to live within us. The Advent season, let, this, this Advent season, let, let us make a commitment to commitment to others and to live in his presence more. This pandemic has had a sub-danger that might even be more dangerous than the virus and it's called loneliness and isolation. If you see people that are alone this year, love them, care for them, reach out to them in some way. I know we have to be creative. Invite someone you know 
that may be having a hard time or someone that may have lost a friend or a loved one recently. Write them a card or send them a note and let them know that you're praying and thinking for them. Let the Spirit of God work through you. Because you see, the presence of God lives within you. And so you can be the presence of God to others. Listen to the words of this powerful song as the worship team comes to sing.
our service up this morning would that be our prayer that this year the greatest gift that we could receive is the presence of Christ living in us through the power of the Holy Spirit that's my prayer for you let's pray together Father God I thank you for your presence this wonderful gift that you sent that we honor today Help us to honor Jesus every day. May we pray that your presence will rescue us as it rescues so many others. Help us this year to be a force to be the presence of God to a world that needs the presence of God. Help me to experience those divine opportunities so that I can influence and share your presence with others. We ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.